Welcome to C-Suite Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for another edition of the Brett Allen Show. It's go time, you and me. Join us weekly for the latest pop culture interviews from your favorite TV shows, movies, comedians, and so much more. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you, felt good. Plus, you never know who will drop by. What happened here was a miracle. Now, here is your host. I said, throw down, boy. Welcome to the night's main event. Brett Allen. Brett Allen here chatting with actor Dan Janot. I mean, so many projects to discuss here. Uh, Rain, The Bold Type, Star Trek, Strange New Worlds. I mean, a few holiday movies, some rom-coms here and there. Uh, you've had a very, I mean, a big career and a lot of different types of projects. But uh, first off, thanks for your time and hanging out today. I appreciate it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me. Yes. Well, I'm excited to talk to you. Um, Obviously, Strange New Worlds playing a Kirk is current, but you've done a lot of other projects. But just touching on the Star Trek, because I, you know, that 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 series is running. um, Mm -hmm. How did it feel to play such a fun and iconic sort of but new type of character, I guess you could say, in that Star Trek uh, universe. Uh, yeah. No pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, it's still hard for me to wrap my head around it. Uh, so maybe still hard for me to describe, but I could say, you know, having grown up with Star Trek Next Generation um, and obviously Star Trek just being such a such a big part of like the pop culture at large, um, it, it's it's mind blowing to me that I get to be a part of it, and I remember the the moment when I found out I had the job, and the moment that I found out, because also at the same time that I found out I had the job, I found out that the character was actually named Sam Kirk and is the brother of Jim Kirk. I didn't know that when I was auditioning, and I, you know, I think you just have moments in your life. Everybody has moments in their lives where, uh, in a moment, you, you know that things have shifted for you in your life. And that was a moment like that for me. When I found out I had this, I was like, oh my gosh, no matter what comes of this part, no matter what comes of this show, I will now like forevermore have been part of the Star Trek universe. And that's incredible to me. Yeah. I mean, even talking to other actors who have had maybe one or two episodes, I mean, or even going to like the SVUs or the Law and Order type shows, which are somewhat I would consider this to be uh, as well, sort of like uh, a badge of honor, so to speak, for an Mm -hmm. actor to be a part of such a universe. I mean, it has to just feel validating, too, because obviously you're there for your talents and your abilities, but also, uh, I mean, it's Star Trek. I mean, it just uh, that's cool, man. I mean, it's so cool. It doesn't get any cooler than that. I mean, you could be in a Star Wars or a Marvel film, but (laughs) 
Star not, Trek yeah. is old school. Yeah, there's not much that has the kind of like universal, uh, uh, you know, recognition, I guess, that Star Trek has. Like as an actor, a lot most of the time you're working on stuff that you need to explain to people what the show is, where it plays, why it's cool, what it's about. This is the first time I've done something where I can just say I'm on a Star Trek show and people understand what that means. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I special. imagine it's a very different conversation than like, say, the bull type where you're like, so I'm playing this kind of complicated guy who, you yeah. know, has a hard time with emotional and physical connection <laughs> and is kind of a dick, but he's also really funny, but has a lot of heart, you know, and you're like explaining this to like family members. And I imagine exactly the conversation gets convoluted <laughs> at some point, although yeah. you did really good on that show. That was a lot of oh, fun. I was you. sad when it ended. Um, speaking yeah, of thanks. you always, yeah, you always play a lot of great characters all from different types of worlds. Um, is there like a one thing or a non-negotiable for you as an actor? What, when you get presented with a script that you, it just has to be, something that is there for you, whether it's the writing or the character, or is it just like maybe for some that you're just happy to have another job, so to speak, and continue doing what most people aren't used to doing, (laughs) I would say for sure. (laughs) Well, I mean, I was, yeah, as soon as you started to kind of ask that question, I was going to say, you know, as a working actor, and by a working actor, you know, I mean just somebody who's not a star, not established, is just someone who moves from job to job and hopes to make their living that way. Uh, as a working actor, you you, you have to be open to uh, taking on all kinds of work. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, the non-negotiable for me is, am I getting paid? Um, <laughs> no, but <laughs> there funny. would be some things where I, I um, some things that I would say no to or, okay. or not appreciate uh not want to e- explore and those are things where you know from reading the script i can tell that the script is coming from a place of um of kind of uh n- negativity or uh, cynicism I-, I read scripts sometimes that are you know purely let's say it's in the horror genre or the thriller genre it's purely shock factor and you- you're you know you're talking about stuff where there's violence just for the sake of violence okay um, or, you know, characters who are, um, you know, a writer is writing a character completely just one dimensionally as, you know, st- stereotypes. And I, I really don't want to traffic in that kind of stuff. There's enough of that out there. And so I guess I hope that I can take on scripts that are, you know, that have some sensitivity to them, let's say. So yeah. it's not just adding more garbage to the garbage pile. Um, oh, wow. I like that. That's great. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I get it, you know, because you want to. Because whatever you do, it's going to live out there forever, mm-hmm. you know, especially in the age of YouTube, TikTok. I mean, all these places where clips get replayed over and over again. And really, anybody has the power to critique you or your work. Yeah. Uh, so if you can control the narrative uh, and pick things that, you know, yeah. are good, you know, and, you're, and, and can contribute to the overall world of content. I think that's great. And I think it's even, it's not even just about like a certain quality of, uh, I've done all kinds of different things as you were mentioning, and not all of them are going to appeal to all the same people. But um, I just think, you know, the intention behind a project matters as well. Even stuff that some people might dismiss as fluff or as like, you know, silly uh, rom-com style things. 
there might not be all that much like depth to it, but the 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 idea behind it is to give people a nice feeling, right? Yeah. Is to is to give like a warm hug of a movie, and I think that that's that there's validity to that, you know. So yeah, the intention behind it, I guess, is important. Yeah, absolutely. Well, even hearkening back to the bold type, I know we were kind of laughing about that as far as the type of character and explaining it, but really, you find yourself rooting for that person in particular. Uh, even or any of your other characters, really, where they might be a bit complicated or layered, but you kind of find that space where you can relate to them on some sort of level. Um, and I think with the projects that you've done and the ones that I've seen recently, I feel like it it does contribute well, you know, um, and not even like you said, quality per se, but just really a good story, I think. Yeah. I mean, you, you you've done some fun things, you know, um, and uh, I think that just has to be a joy as a, as an actor or a storyteller to really just to be able to put on a different kind of skin and go, wow, this is a fun character to play, you know, regardless of what other people may or may not think. Absolutely. I feel like I've been very lucky. I've gotten to play a lot of fun characters who, as you say, are, you know, uh, not always straightforward. Like they'd be complicated. And that's, that's always interesting as an actor. You want someone who's, uh, um, you know, it's got dimension to them. It's got, you know, some, maybe some gray areas. I think that that's very interesting. I did that with rain. I played a character who was kind of at first morally ambiguous and then turned into a bit more of a, uh, a hero as time went on, but maybe a compromised hero and, uh, bold type. I was bold type until I did strange new worlds. Bold type was my favorite show that I'd worked on. Okay. It was so smart and had such great, uh, such a great attitude. And every episode was kind of tackling these issues like societal cultural issues but in a package that was snappy and fun and looked good and all the actors were so charismatic in it and yeah and I got to play a you know a minor role but to be a part of this world and also playing someone who was as you say you know kind of maybe outwardly a bit of a dick but as not you get to really home, actually not really no you know yeah more yeah fronting. Um, um, yeah, I like that's what I liked about that, because I really felt like after we saw him in a couple episodes, I thought to myself, I was like, nah, this is not really who this person is, um, which is attributing to your great ability as a storyteller and an actor. I mean, even Strange New Worlds, I mean, seeing Sam Kirk and really getting introduced to him, uh, your character on Rain, all of them are very relatable. Uh, switching gears a little bit, I mean, yeah. you know, I, what is your origin story as far as becoming an actor? Uh, you know, I always like to find out what drew you into this world in particular, because it's so markably different for other people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Everyone's got a different route into it, I guess. For me, uh, you know, I came into acting, um, well, uh, like you were, you were talking about it, as a storyteller. I... When I was young, I thought I wanted to be an author. Um, I read a lot and I wrote um, and I thought that writing books was going to be my my future. That's when I was, you know, like seven years old. I thought I was going to be an author. And then as time went on, I really got into cinema as a different form of storytelling. And then I kind of thought, oh, maybe a director is what I want to do. And I hadn't done any acting until um, I started in college and I did a play on a lark. And it was pretty interesting, uh, pretty fun, although it was very low budget, not a great show. And I became friends with someone, most importantly, who uh, told me that there was a whole theater department at my college that I didn't even realize existed. 
and that he was doing a play with the kind of professional theater department and that I should come check it out. And I went to see this and it was like 17 year olds up on stage, but doing like a, like a pretty decent um, production value musical, this musical called Pippin. I watched this and I was just like, kids my age are doing this. That's incredible. Wow. And at the same time, my, the same friend told me I'm starting an improv troupe here at the school. You should, you should try out for it. And so I started doing around the same time, improv comedy and theater. And, and it was, that was just like a whole new world opening up to me. It was so exciting, so collaborative. And I, I love that aspect of it, creating together. Um, I started doing improv and then with my buddy, Matt and a bunch of other folks, we started a comedy troupe out of that. And we have been performing together for 20 plus years now and, and theater. Uh, so sort of dramatic theater and comedy at the same time. But all that live performance was just so sparking for me. And I did just that for a while. And then a few years later down the road, I um, started booking some, you know, little bits and movies and TV and stuff. And it was, um, yeah, and I guess I was just fortunate enough that that snowballed a little bit for me. Yeah, I mean, you've had great success, I think. And, you know, I would say, you know, the case could definitely be made. I, I know you, I find you to be very recognizable. And when I was kind of teasing out a little bit that we were talking to you, the, you know, the responses were varied as far as like the projects uh, that you were in that they loved. And I, I found that fascinating because people knew you from so many different mm-hmm. worlds, whether it be Star Trek or rain or other things that you've done. So I know you've been very busy working on projects. You've booked a few roles since uh, we were able to get this conversation going. Uh, so when you're not acting, what do you find yourself doing to kill time? <laughs> do you have any free time uh, well, or are, are you always working on this? I'm I'm not always working as an actor, but I have a seven-year-old son. So okay. I'm always working as a Yeah, dad. I have an eight-year-old, so it's a, that's a full-time there role. There you too. go. Yeah. There's, you know, not a lot of free time. You know what it's like. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I'm still uh, still a big reader. Uh, I love reading and I still write, uh, although it hasn't become a a focus for my career, it is writing is still something it's, I guess in the, you know, I still believe somewhere, maybe I'll become an author one day. Um, so yeah, writing, reading, playing with my boy, doing crosswords, going hiking. Yeah. yeah. Has he been able to watch anything that you've done? Maybe the Star Trek stuff a little bit. Does he kind of understand what you do or is it still yeah. kind of like that? No, he, he definitely understands. That's um, cool. He, uh, he's also a big, you know, storyteller himself. He, he reads a lot and uh, we don't watch a ton of TV at home, but he has seen um, some things that I've done. Some have been more appropriate than others or, or, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you guys aren't some... binging the bold type together. Probably not, <laughs> but you know, we've watched some of the bold type together. The bold type is just not that interesting to him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, um, Star Trek, he's seen a little bit of, but, uh, you know, some of the things that I've like, some of the episodes that I've been in, especially I think of episode nine, I think was the Gorn episode. It's scary, you know? And I had, um, 
I had two, we have two neighbors uh, who are kids whose parents are Trekkies and, you know, uh, they're, they're friends of ours now. And uh, they showed their kids um, the show. And one day the two kids came over and rang the bell and they, they presented me with these, these drawings they made of Sam Kirk. And I was like, oh my God, that is so cute. And, and the little one who's also seven was like, yeah, we watched your Gorn episode last night. And I was like, oh my gosh, are like, were you scared? He's like, no, I was fine. I had nightmares all night. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, maybe you shouldn't have watched it. That's great. <laughs> but eventually, um, my boy will watch some more Star Trek. But uh, for now, we keep it to the, you know, the holiday rom-coms, I guess. Yeah, well, those are good, too. Uh, well, thank you so much for your time, Dan. It's been a pleasure chatting with you. I encourage everybody to watch Star Trek Strange New Worlds and all the other projects uh, that our guest has been a part of. They're all great and equally amazing. Uh, Dan Janot, thank you so much for hanging out today. I appreciate it. Thank you, Brett. Take care. Thanks for listening and being a part of today's conversation. Thank you! If you enjoyed today's episode, please consider sharing it with a friend. It's absolutely free. A major proportion. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect those of the host. And remember, we care. <laughs>